you should always take 10% of that money and put it into a play account. And this 10% has to be used every single month where you have to do something to enjoy yourself, whatever it is, whatever that 10% can afford, go enjoy yourself. You're listening to the Forex Beginner Podcast with Calvin, the new trader. On this podcast, you'll get daily motivation, encouragement, and Forex trading tips as Calvin, the new trader, shares his journey with you. Financial goals. Now, there was a plan that I got from a great financial, you can call him a guru, but he's a great financial education. Um, he's a great financial educator goes by the name of T Harv Ecker. Um, but he wrote a couple of good books that I own just great guy when it comes to learning how to win with money. And so, um, we started following his plan, uh, last year and it worked. And, I did drift off from it a little bit, but because I followed it um, for a whole year, which was the whole year of 2021, um, it really saved our butts once I started drifting away from it. All right. And tonight, what I want to do is I want to share the plan that I personally um, am following and implementing in terms of my financial goals. And I want to give that to you because I think that it can really help a lot of people just identify where they want to go and most importantly start getting on the path to that goal right a lot of times we're thinking yeah once i get funded uh, you know what i mean <laughs> once i get this or i get my personal account to this particular spot right uh then i'll start thinking about specifically what i need to be doing but that's actually opposite right if you're already on the plan and you're already putting things in place now for your financial goals, guess what? Not only does it, it increase your efforts, but it like it, oh my goodness, like I can't even put into words. It catapults your effort and your intensity of going after trading. Like it just takes it to a whole nother level. Um, and I'm, I'm feeling that right now. Like, honestly, I'm feeling that right now. So I'm gonna share this with you guys. Um, and again, this is like, it's worked for me, you know, and it, it has covered me when I drifted away from it and started, you know, not, not, not following this plan because I followed this plan for a full year. It saved me when I stopped following this plan. So when I started spending money for no reason and not budgeting and not doing the things I'm supposed to do because I did this, it saved me because we had just money sitting around that was able to kind of hold us over while I was not following the plan. So this thing is really, really good. But most importantly, like it's going to make, like it's going to put a fire under you to see that, yo, I can really reach being a six figure earner, or I can really reach being a, you know, a multimillionaire or a decamillionaire or worth hundreds of millions. Like you can actually see it. And there's a difference, right? Like a lot of us, you know, we, hear things, we hear people's success stories, we read books and we, we listen to motivation and we're like, yeah, you know, I can do that. Like, I believe it, but there's a difference when you can really see it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can really see yourself doing it. It's a huge difference between the two. You know, one is kind of like, you're just believing because all you can do is just hold on to something. And then the second one is like, yo, it's real. I can feel it. I can taste it. 
I can smell it. You know what I mean? And so that's why I want to share this with you guys. All right. So first thing is I attract money. All right. I attract income or money. You can call it whatever you want to call it. All right. Um, and so I'm going to write it out here, but I would definitely, um, jot this down as well. All right. So the first thing I do is I attract money. All right. And something I had to learn is like, I had to get away from making money, like saying that, like, Oh yeah, I make this amount of money. I make that amount of money. Like nobody makes money. Okay. Money is already made. It's already there. It's already created. We attract money. We do things that attract money. So if I'm a plumber, I fix toilets, I solve plumbing issues. And that's how I attract money to me. When people have issues, they call me, the money is attracted to me because somebody has an issue and I have the solution. I attract money. I don't make money. All right. Nobody makes money. Nobody is in their kitchen and, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> doing some type of formula and, you know, creating dollar bills. Nobody does that. So we attract money. So whatever it is you do right now or whatever your talents are, you have something that you do that, uh, you know, it attracts you money. It brings you money. All right. So that's the first thing. Just understand the difference between making money and attracting money. So we all attract money. All right. Now, the second thing or the second part of this is that there are multiple things that we can do to attract money. So for some of you guys, you have one main thing that you do to attract money, which is your job or your business. But there are other things that you're good at that you can also do simultaneously as you do your main source of income to attract additional income. All right. So for me, you know, I started my media company and it started out as me solely behind the scenes, you know, creating marketing plans, doing advertisement online and just coming up with content ideas to help businesses that already had a solid base of customers, help them better engage with their customers and help them better serve the problems of their customers. So that's where I started. Right. That was my my way of attracting income. You know, that's where I started at. And then I started thinking to myself, hey, well, I'm learning how to trade and, you know, I am I'm loving this process. I believe that this is what I'm going to be doing from here on out. And so I said to myself, hey, well, maybe I need to start building, you know, a media company around me trading. So hence why I'm so um, engaged with YouTube right now. And, you know, the podcast, that is something that will build equity over time. And it's a way that I can attract income in the future um, because of my passion for this skill and my ability to help and serve others through motivation, trading tips, etc. Right. So these are ways that you can start thinking of what are other ways that I can attract income. There are other things that I do as well, where I have people that call me and, you know, they have businesses and, and uh, like they're not a, a monthly client of mine, but they can call me for one off jobs. Like, hey, Calvin, we, we, need, we need you to come in and just kind of help us out with this. We're trying to figure this thing out or we're launching a campaign or we're doing this this concert or we're doing whatever the case may be. Right. They can call me in on a one time basis and I can help them with their problems. And then that allows me to attract money because people know that I am good with just being a creative, you know, and just thinking like a creative. All right. Um, so that is like essentially how we, uh, we attract money and not make money. All right. So that's the first thing. All right. So after you attract money, um, the next thing is you, <clears throat> you generate the income. So income is generated. All right. After you attract the money, the income is generated. Now, once the income is generated, of course, what a lot of us do 
is we spend it, right? Like, you know what I mean? That's just what it is. You know, it's just naturally what it is. You know, me, I grew up and I was just, you know, all I saw around me was people just working hard and you work hard and you want to be able to reward yourself. So that's just what I saw. And that's all I knew until I figured out, well, um, until I came into this plan. So once money is generated, that's when this process starts, right? Money is generated. And depending on how you're generating money, it determines the next thing. So if you're working to generate this money, you don't have to worry about taxes because taxes is already deducted, right? But if you are doing a side hustle, you have a business, you need to deduct taxes. So typically you could do about 20% or 25% um, deductions, all right? So uh, we do 20 to 25% um, taxes off the top of whatever's generated, all right? All right, off of the top, all right? So it's going to be 20 to 25% taxes off the top of whatever this number is, all right? So once the money is... Well, the income is generated is 20 to 25% taxes off the top of that. Now, once we get the taxes out of the way, now here's the thing about if you're an independent contractor. So like this can be when you're trading with prop firms, whatever the case may be. The thing about this is that a lot of this money you're going to get back. All right. So let's just put it that way. I don't want to go too deep into that, but the majority of this money, you're probably going to get back anyway, because you're going to have business expenses and things like that. And if you're smart, you're going to only buy things that are tax deductible. So that's something that I do, right? Um, I always look to purchase things that are tax deductible. We haven't taken any trips lately, but when we were taking a lot of trips last year, one of the things that I did is I always planned a trip around something business related. So if I knew that I had to go to Orlando for a business conference, I would try to plan something with the family around the business conference. If I was going to travel somewhere, I would make sure that I was able to meet with someone business related and make that the focus of the trip and then plan the fun stuff around me meeting with somebody for business. Right. And so a lot of things you can do, you can make it around a business expense. Um, you know, the reason I was able to fund my passion with starting the podcast and all that stuff is because, you know, not only is it a passion, but of course, because I have the course and I got to do zoom calls, that is an incentive for me to buy new computers, new equipment, cameras, all that stuff. But really it's just feeding my passion of wanting to do content. You know what I mean? So it's like, I've transformed my mind to only buy things that are tax deductible. And then from buying things that are tax deductible for business purposes, then bringing the personal purpose around the business purpose, but it starts with the business purpose. So once you get savvy with that, you'll notice that this 20, 25% that you're putting away, you're going to probably get half, if not 75% of that back at the end of the year. All right. So that's a bonus. All right. Now, once this is taken care of, this is when we start getting into personal goals and getting to where you want to get to. So the first thing is after the 20, 25% is taken off the top. Now you have whatever's left is, a hundred percent pa. All right. So whatever's left after uh, the 20, 25% now is a 100% pa. All right. It's a full pa. Okay. So now once you're done with that, now we start building toward financial freedom. So the first thing is we're going to take 10%. And with this plan, let me just start off here real quick with this plan it's very important to set up like an online type of business bank account. So I have a business bank account. I'll actually post 
um, the link to it in the uh, chat before I finish, but they allow me to have a bunch of reserve accounts that's inside of my business bank account. So you can actually make a business bank account. Like you could just make it like, even if you don't have a business, you could just say, Hey, I'm a, like, I'm an independent contractor for like prop firms. Right. And you could just like, yeah, like just put that, like I'm a trade consultant, you know what I mean? And, uh, you can open up your account and have it ready and you can just start putting your personal money in there. But one thing that I love about these online business accounts is that you can have reserve accounts. Those reserve accounts are accounts where you can automatically tell like, okay, so this reserve account is for my passive income. So when money hits this account, 10% of that money automatically goes to my passive income reserve account. So you can automatically structure that so that it's a seamless process that you're not touching nothing. And that's what you want. You want money to be generated and the distribute, uh, uh, the distribution of that money is automatically happening so that you're not looking at it and touching it. And then you look up one day and you check your accounts. You're like, Oh snap. In my passive income account, I got like 5,000 bucks. And then in this account, I got 10,000. Like that's how you want it to be. You don't want to be focused so much on man. How, like how much money is sitting in this one account and what bills do I got to pay? Because like, that becomes a mess. And then what we end up doing is we just start just spending. Right. And so you want to, you know, um, have different accounts for different purposes and you will just want to focus on like attracting more money. And as you focus on attracting more money, that money that's coming into that account is automatically being distributed for you. So now when it comes time to buy a course, when it comes time to like further your education or you have a business opportunity or you want to go get a funded account, you have accounts that have already that have money sitting in there already that's ready for you to do those things. And you don't have to be pulling from just one account where you're paying your, 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 your mortgage, your rent, your lights, your car notes, all of that stuff from. So that's why this is so beneficial. And to be honest with you, this is why a lot of people have a hard time with furthering their education because they don't have their money under control. So when somebody says, Hey, you know what I mean? Here's what I offer. And you're super excited about it. And then they tell you the price and you're like, Oh, I can't do that. You know, I wish I could do it, but it's too expensive. Well, the reason you can't do it is because you're not in control of your financial future. And that's where I was. But when I started doing this, the reason I, you know, I'm able to spend $6,000 on a YouTube mentorship for 12 weeks is because I had that account. Like I said, I had these accounts already set up. So it wasn't a matter of like, Oh man, how are you going to come up with the money? It's like, nah, the money is there. I, I just need to check the account and see if it's there now, or if I need to wait until I get paid again and see like where I am at that point. You know what I mean? So that's what I want to just share with you guys. All right. So the first account, once the taxes are taken care of, and now we're looking at the 100% pie of what's left over after taxes. We're going to start with passive income account. All right. So this is like the most important account because this is what's going to, this is all about generating passive income, right? So this account does not get touched. This is not an account that you invest in Forex because Forex is not passive income. You have to be up. You have to be in the charts. It's not passive. All right. Forex is working income. All right. Cause we have to get up. We have to, you know, we got to analyze the charts and we got to place the trade. That's working. That's a job. All right. Um, so Forex is not passive income. This account is strictly for passive income. Some people may ask, well, like Calvin, what are some passive income streams? Let's talk about it. So if you want to invest in a YouTube channel, a YouTube channel that let's just say you, 
you buy the YouTube channel from somebody that started it. And the channel is basically like one of those channels like this. Let me show you guys. They're like channels that give you insight on just like crazy things that you've always thought about, but never knew. So 15 new, well, 15 incredible new skyscrapers and buildings, right? So these type of videos that you With see popping up all the time, there's like no person in the videos. It's just an audio and it's just a bunch of fun facts. And it's showing you like, you know, like videos of stuff, right? And they have, all the videos have like millions of views. Uh, like this one just dropped five hours ago and it has like 10K views, right? Channels like this make hundreds of thousands of dollars per year, if not more, all right? And channels like this go on sale all the time on the back market, okay? And you have people that start these channels and they build them up and they have them create a nice income stream and then they sell them for high multiples because they produce revenue each month. You know, they produce passive income. So if you were, for instance, going to buy a channel like this, this would be a passive income stream because you don't have to do any work. The people that do these channels, they have a person that's hired to read off the scripts. They have another person that's hired to do the research on the different titles. They have another person that's hired to edit the videos. They have a team that does all this stuff. There's no face. And so when a person buys this YouTube channel, they are buying the team that produces it. All right. And so that's, or, or this would be an example of a passive income stream. All right. Let me show you another example of a passive income stream. So, um, so buying a mortgage note, okay? Buying a mortgage note is another example of passive income. So this is one of the websites where you can go and you can look at properties that have a mortgage on them. So when you buy a house, the bank essentially gives the home buyer a loan. That's called a mortgage. So the home buyer agrees to pay principal and interest um, to the bank each month for typically 15 to 30 years. And that is how the owner of the home gets to pay off their home, right? So what happens is banks normally like to hold the loan maybe the first year or two because the loan is pretty much being paid in interest. You know, the principal is not really being paid off in the first couple of years of a home loan. Those who own homes, you know that, right? So typically after a year or two, the banks love to sell the loan, all right? And so this is an opportunity to buy something that produces passive income. Websites like this, have, you know, uh, mortgage notes like right here, this home mortgage, they're asking for $32,000. Okay. And if you scroll here, it's telling you that the unpaid balance on this home is 37,000. All right. And so if you pay 32,000 and you minus that by 37,000, we're talking about, you will make profit maybe about 5,000 and something like 56, hundred dollars profit on top of what you invested plus the interest that occurs. And if they default on it, then you can make more money when somebody buys it from foreclosure because they got to pay the lien off and all that stuff. Right? So this can be an example of passive income because you buy it one time and whatever the mortgage payment is, which is saying the mortgage payment here is $305. This is going to come to your bank account every month for the next, let me see how long this loan is. This loan is until... Yeah. So until 2052. So we're talking a lot of years that you'll be making $305 per month. That's passive. You don't have to touch that. You don't have to do nothing. You do the first transaction and you're done. That's it. That's passive. All right. So those are two examples of passive income. So when we talk about um, 
this first place where you're going to deduct your money, it's going to be that passive income. All right. So you're going to set up those accounts. And after you do the taxes, you're going to take 10% and you're going to put into an account that's only for passive income investments. All right. Only for passive income investments. That's it. All right. And you're just going to keep putting money in there until you find passive income investment opportunities to invest the money into. All right. So that's the first account. The second account is um, you're going to put 10% into savings. All right. For major expenses. All right. Savings for major expenses. So notice that I didn't say saving for like an emergency fund. Right. And that's something that I had to learn from T Harv Ecker because, you know, me, like I used to listen a lot to Dave Ramsey and Dave Ramsey talks about, um, and if you don't know who know who Dave Ramsey is, he's like a financial coach that kind of helps you get out of debt. And his stuff is great. I love that he's Bible based and he's a Christian and all that stuff, but I'm an entrepreneur and as an entrepreneur, you don't really want to focus on debt. You want to focus on building income and building assets, because if you build up your income and your assets, you can just pay off all your debt. But if you focus on debt, you, you know, you're killing your time to build businesses and build assets. Right. And so, um, Dave used to say always, you know, have an emergency fund for emergencies. Well, I'm a big believer that you speak things into existence. So if you're saving money for an unexpected emergency, guess what? You're going to get an unexpected emergency if you're saving for it. It's going to come. So because of that, um, when T. Harv Eckert preached and talked about, you know, you have a savings account, but this savings account is for major expenses. What he meant was he was basically saying, Calvin, you know, you're saving for maybe you and your wife, you guys want to take a, a, a beautiful trip like to Hawaii, right? And that's a major expense. It's going to cost a few thousand dollars, flights, hotels, you know, excursions, all that stuff. That's what you're saving for. And if an emergency happens to happen and you say to yourself, Hey, you know, we really need to address this emergency. Then you can say, Hey, you know, I'm willing to set the trip back a little bit and let's take a little money from the savings for major expenses. And then we can use it for the emergency. Right. But we're not planning for an emergency. Right. We're not planning for, we're not going to speak that into existence. So saving for major expenses could be, Hey, maybe you have a car that you want to get. You know what I mean? Like my man, Mikey want a foreign car. He want a Lamborghini. He wants something like that. Right. So this is the account where you're putting 10% for that. It can be a mansion. You know what I mean? A, a trip to Paris, whatever. All right, whatever. 10% for savings and it's specifically for a major expense, something that you want, an expense, meaning something that is not an asset, but something, well, it could be an asset. Maybe it's uh, like you want to start a business, but the business is not passive. All right. So let me clarify this. When you're doing 10% for passive, this is not you starting a business. Okay. Because that's requiring you to put work in. Passive means that it's something that you're buying that already generates income. So you could be buying a business that's already built and that's already running and it's already generating cash flow. So all you got to do is buy the business, but the employees already there, the system's already there and it's already profitable. That's different. That's passive. But if you want to start a restaurant or you want to get started in real estate investing, or you want to build something or you want to start something new, 
that's something for 10% savings for major expenses. All right. So this can be trips, starting something up, or this can be a dream car, um, your kids school, whatever. This is where that goes. Expenses. All right. Expenses. All right. Um, next is going to be, um, 10% forgiving. All right. Now I actually have two of these accounts. So I have a uh, 10% for local ties to my local church. And then I have another 10% for giving, which is just random giving, which I don't like, you know, I got to be a little low here. I don't really even tell my wife about me or us having two like 10% accounts. So we do our ties for one. And then we have one that's kind of like for offering slash giving. So sometimes we'll give on top of the ties, we'll give an offering to the church. Or sometimes if there's like a family member in need or if somebody calls for money and they never really ask, and it's just on our heart to give, or if somebody's going through something, or maybe we're just out and I see somebody that's at the grocery store and I see they're having a hard time, cards being declined, things like that. That's a place where we can step in and say, Hey, you know what I mean? Like we're going to give this, um, uh, as a blessing to that person. And, um, yeah, so that is that account. Like for me, I have two of them, but just a 10% forgiving is good. Just one 10% forgiving is good. All right. So, and that can be like for anything, like if you're not, you know, uh, in the faith, you're not in a church or anything like that. You know, you can give to a charity, whatever you can give to your friends. That's a need. You can take that 10 percent and, you know, maybe you see homeless people. You can put together a care package, give them some deodorant, some hand sanitizer, whatever. But always be given something. All right. All right. So 10 percent for giving. And again, this money is just going to these accounts and it's just there. And it's to be used for these purposes. It doesn't matter when you use it. It's just to be used for these purposes. All right. Next 10 percent is going to be for education. All right. And this is what I was alluding to earlier. When I say a lot of people, they, they have interests in courses and trainings and live events, but they can't go because it costs too much because they're not planning for it. They're not planning to educate themselves. So if you have an account for that, where 10% of your income that's coming in is going toward education, when those things pop up and you know, it's something that you need to do, you know, it's something that you need to take advantage of. Guess what? all of the money could already be there or a big chunk of the money could already be there for you to go ahead and make that investment. And you don't have to take away from eating. You don't have to take away from your rent or from the things that you need to do because you've already been planning for your success. All right. So 10% for education. And then you're going to do, um, so, so far we're at, we got 10, 20, 30, 40%. That's already taken care of there. All right, we got 40%. That's already taken care of there. Now, next, you're going to do 10% for your um, your play account. All right? And this is very important. 10% for your play account. This is very important. Your play account is the account that you reward yourself with the opportunity to just do whatever you want. Because, again... And this is what I had to learn from T. Harv Ecker. And you guys can definitely check him out. He is amazing. Um, what I had to learn from him is, unlike what Dave Ramsey says, again, I love Dave. I followed a lot of Dave stuff. Um, but it just didn't connect with me because I'm trying to build businesses and assets. You know, I'm just not an employee looking to just live and get a retirement and all that stuff. Like, I want to build things, right? And so 
Dave would say, you know, live like no one else. So one day you can live and give like no one else, which is true. You know what I mean? Like, don't spend money, you know, stay down, stay tunnel vision. You know what I mean? Then one day you'll be able to do all that stuff. I, I feel you. But we all, have, we all have been there. If all you're doing every single month is working hard and paying bills and never really having time to enjoy yourself, one day you just lose it and you just like, man, forget it. I'm tired of this. And you just max out the credit card and just go do something crazy or you just go take a trip. And you're like, forget it. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, I'm tired of this. We all have been there. And so what T.R. Ecker says is, no, every time you have money in or you have money that's being generated and money that's coming in, you should always take 10% of that money and put it into a play account. And this 10% has to be used every single month. Well, you have to do something to enjoy yourself, whatever it is, whatever that 10% can afford, go enjoy yourself. And that's important. And that's what I used to do with the heat games. I used to take my 10% and I used to go to the heat game. I used to tell my wife, listen, I, I'm, I'm tired. I just need to go to the game. And I used to just reward myself with sitting right there behind the bench and join the game. That was my 10%. That's what I did. You know what I mean? Not doing it this year because they suck right now, but my friend trying to get me to go to a game next month, but they just suck right now. But anyway, that's the 10%, your play account. Whatever makes you feel good and what that account can't afford, you do it. You do it and you enjoy it and you exhaust that account every month. It should be no money rolling over into the next month with that account. And it makes you feel good and it makes you feel like you're working towards something. All right. So, and then last but not least, 50% of your income is your expenses. All right. All your expenses. Okay. All your expenses. So the 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 other 50% of the 100% pie after taxes and all that stuff. And if you're working, taxes is already, it's already taken out of your money before you get it. So you don't need to worry about that. But 50% is all your expenses. So the goal here is to live off half you make. Now, a lot of people, you can't do that in the beginning because you're already over leveraged. So what do you do in that So what do you do in that situation? It motivates you to start attracting more income. And that's the point of this. That's the whole point. When you are separating your money and you have goals lined up, this formula set me up to know where I'm going because I got my 10% passive income investments account. Now I'm starting to research, hey, what are some great passive income opportunities that I can take advantage of. I'm excited about my financial future now. I'm excited. I'm like, oh, snap. Like, this is going to be dope. And then I'm like, okay, I got my 10% savings for major expenses. What are some major expenses that we want to do? Like, I'm like, you know, like me and my wife the other night, we're looking at houses. Like, I think this is going to be the year where prices drop significantly. And like, what type of house do we want to buy? How big? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Like, how much money we want to put down? That's major expenses. You know what I'm saying? The 10% for giving. That's a given. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the 10% for education. Well, guess what? Education could be business conferences. Guess what? When you go to business conferences, you travel. So that could be an opportunity from the education account to not only go to a business seminar, but to also travel to new places and have the education account pay for all of that. You know what I mean? So it, it just excites you. And then the play account, 10%. So it's like, yo, if you want to play more, 
you know, you want to travel more, you want to do more fun things, then yo, let's go attract more income. You know what I mean? So it motivates you. And then if you're not able to reach that 50% paying all your expenses, again, it just motivates you. Let's go attract more income. How can I be more disciplined in the market? Let me go back test and let me like really study my setup and see, hey, what days do I need to be focused on trading? Because obviously every day is not working for me. Or what times do I need to be focused? Because obviously looking at charts all day not working for me, right? What right lot sizes do I need to be used compared to the account size that I have, right? It motivates you when you know where your money's at and you know where you're going. And that's what this has done for me and why I wanted to share it with you guys because I know where I'm going. I know I'm able to look at my accounts and say, man, wow, this is what, like, wow, this is awesome. You know what I mean? And so now it's just like, I'm like, okay, I want to make more. You know what I mean? So what other things can I do to attract money? What other, what other services or what, like, how can I hone in more with my trading? How can I lock in more? It's motivational guys. Very, very motivational. So, um, that is pretty much it. All right. That is pretty much what I want to share with you guys about that part. Um, I definitely want to take in some questions. Let me drop a link. Um, let me drop a link in the description. Give me a second. Let me drop a link in the description. If you guys want to check out, um, the bank that I use.